This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On today's episode, we talk about the end of The Breakfast Club as we know it. We talk about body image, and we find out what made Monet say this. When I tell y'all, Bob showed up to dinner with coochie cutters on, okay? Bob's nuts both said hi to me, each one of them, separately. And we find out what made Bob say this. Because I already know you're about to lie through your Invisalign ass teeth. Um, Monet, did you know that uh, Angela Yee is, um, has left the, the Breakfast Club? Really? Since when? Uh, she announced it the other day, and it was like, well, also her announcement was like, the Breakfast Club, as you know it, is over. And then it was, Ooh, and then, so the I was tears. like, wait, what? And I was like, is the Breakfast Club done? And then, um, but apparently what it is is she's leaving the Breakfast Club, and she's, uh, got her, she's, she's got a, her own syndicated talk show. Really? So it's not. Yeah, so, so it will no longer be Charlamagne. It was no. It is no longer Angela Yee. Charl. Uh, wait, what's the, the intro they always Angela say? Angela Yee, um, Charlamagne the God, and um, DJ Envy. No, but how do they say it? This is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. Well, how, anyway, I can't remember the. But that's not the point. She tweeted out the Breakfast Club, as you know, it has come to an end, and then the internet is going wild. And I was like, oh. I don't know if they're in support of her. There's a lot of people eating her up what in the mentions. They're just bringing up times that she, they're like, because she made it seem like the Breakfast Club was over. Like it was done. No, and they were she like, literally said the over. Breakfast Club as you guys know it. That's literally like how you know the Breakfast Club is not going to exist that way anymore. But it sounds like that, that I can see the insinuation that it sounds like she's announcing that the Breakfast Club is literally just done. Like, there's no more Breakfast Club. I can see why people would get that insinuation. I, sure, I can and see that. And a lot of people, I can a, lot a lot of people saw it that way too. But a lot, I can see that. But a lot, anytime, well, anytime there's like a big shakeup and somebody's trying to like cause a stir around their thing, people did it all the time. Like oftentimes when the co-host of the View, literally on last week Thursday, Whoopi's like, "The View, the View, as you know it, is 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 over." And it's literally because they added two new people to the dais. Well, what so do you mean literally? The, she said the words. Whoopi yes, said the words. Yes, the view, you to, know it is over. Listen to Wednesday's episode of, of of the View last week in the teaser. It goes, "The View as you know it is over," and it's because they're adding two new. But people I can to, see why pe- people were people were mad at her for saying all this. They were like, "Wait, what's going on?" And then she announced that she's leaving, and um, a lot of folks were mad at her for making it seem like the the Breakfast Club was done. And then a lot of folks were just pointing up time that she has been just dragged by guests they've had on The Breakfast Club. The guests, I mean, the guests drag her like why? Because she's like she's giving misinformation or like why? Why? Well, different things. One lady dragged her because she brought up something that she thought was shady. Another guest dragged her because uh, oh, Nicki Minaj was dragging her because she said she hadn't seen her video that came out right beforehand. She's like, you didn't watch the video. It's literally four minutes long. Why haven't you watched the video? This is that is wild to me. Um, so a lot of different people were, were dragging. There, it was it was a lot of different. You have to you have to check out the Twitter thread. It was like it was like I mean, how long has she been doing the Breakfast Club? There were there are over a at decade, least, at least a decade, right? Yeah, of 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 this stuff. So there was there was it was more than I could possibly summarize in a short amount of time. Got it. Um, I listen to the Breakfast Club when I tell you maybe once a year. Um, because someone I really like is on there, or I would just, I'm dying to, or like when we did our family meeting about um, what's Miss Mama's name, uh, Flame Monroe. Monroe. Like when like there are like really like hot topic things that happen on the, on the Breakfast Club. I listen to something to salacious. It. Yeah, something salacious. But I'm not I'm not a regular listener. I can't even tell you when it officially comes on. Is it a daily show? Yes, daily. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. 
Um, yeah, so, um, but, so, I, I mean, I guess, I, I, I don't really care. Maybe say I don't care is a lot, but I don't really, I'm not, I don't oh need to know the answer to this. What? <laughs> Monet doesn't care about the Breakfast Club. Anyway, fired at um, I'm wondering, like, oh why, like, maybe God. this new thing Angela is doing is a Monday through Friday gig because Charlemagne has picked up gigs and still maintained and still kept the Breakfast Club, like, I don't know what DJ Envy does in his time, but I'm sure he maybe he does other stuff too. I don't know. Uh, maybe Angela. Well, Angela's she's done. Like, I've, she's. I'm saying she's, she's probably like I've done this enough. I'm. I'm good. I don't want to do any more Breakfast Club. Like moving on to the, to like my next endeavors. Good for her. And uh, but a lot of people also still really enjoy Breakfast Club too. I want to read you some of these uh, popular tweets. This is one that has 13,000 likes. Good for Angela Yee getting her own show. She's boring as hell, and I'll never listen. But good for her. That has 13 thousand likes this is the most memorable breakfast club is when monique told angela Yee she was too she, uh, she too was being discriminated against and she sat there in silence like mo was crazy only to come out to say she's walking away because of pay discrimination um and it's just i mean it's just like no one seems not no one i don't i, I don't want to overemphasize but there seems to be a lot of people who just for some reason do not like angela Yee, which i would th- i i was like who does? I didn't know people didn't like Angela Yee. I guess I, I don't know that either. Club that often. I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't know that either. Someone said Angela Yee leaving the Breakfast Club was like taking pickles off of a burger. It's still a burger. I would still eat it. And some people think it tastes way better this way. You okay? Did you listen to the Breakfast Club going up, or is this like a new, or is this like a new thing? I mean, I know of the Breakfast Club. I mean, I've I've listened to the Breakfast Club over the years for some of their big highlights. I'm not like a huge avid Breakfast Club listener, but I think this is interesting news. Why are you? I'm what? What are you gagging over? You're no, no, it's, I'm not, it's just been you've been you've been really Breakfast Club heavy the past like two or three podcasts. It's 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 just it just Have made I? its way into in, into our consciousness. Yeah, we talked about it last podcast, I and mean, I think we I think we like for some reason talked about it like for a second on the one before that too. Well, I think a lot of big stuff happens in the Breakfast Club, especially when something dramatic like you know, Lil Mama cries or Flame Monroe goes on or Angela Yee leaves or or uh, or uh, Birdman slash the baby <laughs> comes in and um, you know reads the room down. I just think it's interesting. I mean, yeah, also, Bob, Bob was like, I love... was like, do you remember the episode when Bird? I mean, Birdman. I mean, Lil Baby. I mean, Hawkeye. You know when Hawkeye came into the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Well, you never had one name just sneak in your head, and you're like, I don't know why I just kept saying the baby. Obviously, I know Birdman is not the baby, but I just kept saying the baby for some reason. That's just the name that was just in my head. Like, and then, and then, in fact, it happened. I was like, Oh yeah, Birdman, not the baby. Did the baby ever recover from his whole um, anti-queer stuff that he was saying? Did he? I'm did sure he just go back to just himself. like making music and like being fine? He posted an apology and went back to doing his thing. Work, work, work. Damn. He posted an apology on his uh I can't remember on Twitter or somewhere on Instagram maybe. And then I think he took the apology down later, actually. Because I made a comment about his apology. Huh? Now that's what you should have done um, a, a diss track on. Oh my god, we should the baby's a, apology? Yeah, we should have done like a double diss track on it. Yeah, I thought about it at the time. I just I just don't know enough about the baby. Same. Like I just don't listen to his music like that. I mean, Same. if the baby song was playing right now, I'd be like, "Oh, that's the baby." Oh, oh, yeah. The only thing I know Did about the know baby that. is is literally the tag in Megan Thee Stallion songs. That's not that's not the baby. That's my baby. That's literally all I know about the baby and his anti. You know how they bitches love me? Cause baby don't give a fuck. <laughs> Pull it out and I titty fuck. Do you like mumble rap? That's the baby's. Girl, I was literally just listening to a um, XXL cipher today, double XL cipher today. Mm. What do people say? I've never heard it said out loud. Do people say XXL or double XL? No, double XL magazine. Yeah. Um, and it was the cipher with a uh, designer, Anderson Pack, and um, uh, Lil Dicky. And design. Do you know designer? Yeah, you. We we've list- we've watched the cipher together before. I was watching it again today, and I was like, "This is, this is." I just can't. It was so wild to me that he was just mumbling and then saying the same verse like three times in a row. I was gagged. I was really beside myself. Really quick, 
Now I know what you mean when you were like, Monet, Jacob keeps this place of white people, white people cold. It is so cold in my own home. Girl. <laughs> white people are. Y'all niggas are sick. Girl, they move in, they colonize the air conditioner. <laughs> it's so cold in Girl. And I turn the AC off. Bitch, I turn the AC off, and he will start sweating like he is sitting on the fucking Sahara Desert. It's wild. It is wild. The way white people be, uh, the way AC has white people in a chokehold. <laughs> the way white cops be having us on the chokehold, bitch. Okay. I was like, I was like, y'all are really, y'all really be this cold. This is wild. <laughs> And I'm telling you, if you get a Mexican boyfriend, it is almost the exact opposite. Girl, a Mexican boyfriend, your house will be on. on. I was like, that's right. We're sleeping. It is, this is, why are you under covers and it's 86 degrees outside? This thing is bundled up. I was like, this is wild. Wild. Uh, Bob and Ezra came over to my place recently. Hey, okay. Okay. What? What, bitch? What the fuck are you hearing about? So, Bob calls me. We're on the phone for a minute, whatever, talking about whatever. Then goes like, Bob goes, Monet, I miss you. I want to see you. I was like, oh, do you want to come over to my face today and help me do a TikTok? And he's like, yeah, I'll come over. That's, you're already telling the story wrong. I'm going to let you finish, but you're already okay, telling the story wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me how tell I did it wrong. No, you tell you tell the whole story. No, that, go I'm ahead. Have to, I'm gonna have to. Re- no, go ahead. I'm gonna have to do this every step of the way. Go ahead. Go ahead. So t- you tell the whole story. Tell no, the whole story. I, oh my God. Go ahead. I'm, li- I'm listening. I'm listening. No, I, I, that, that's that's all I had to say. Your whole story is that your whole. What, what was the point of this whole story? They said you're gonna come home and do a TikTok. Well, what happened was I I called Monet and I was like, "Do you want to hang out?" And Monet said, "I can't hang out. I'm just too busy. I have to I have to go home and get in drag and do this TikTok." And then I said, "Well, Ezra and I can come." I said, "Let me tell you. Are, are you gonna let me tell? That's why I told you to tell the story, bitch. Do you want to tell it or not?" No, I'll fix it later. Go ahead. And then and then I said, "Well, Ezra, I said Ezra and I can come by and help you." And then Monet said, "Okay." And then Ezra said, "Oh, well, we have plans." And then I said, "Oh yeah, we have plans." So Monet, I'll let I'll let you know. Then when they called me back and she goes, you said you weren't coming. I said, I did not say that. I said, we have plans and I will call you afterwards to let you know when I can come over. And then I, uh, we finished our plan. We did what we had to do. And then I called Monet and I said, we can come over and help you do your thing. I'm, I'm ready for you to fully lie. Go ahead. And by the way, when you lie, I won't even correct it. Okay. I'm just going to let that be the end of the conversation. We're just going to move on because I already know you're about to lie through your Invisaligned ass teeth. Go ahead. See, I'll see how Bob is. I am not getting hyphy. I'm not getting amped up. I'm gonna keep a calm. bitch. Don't nobody care. Your calmness is not admirable. Don't nobody give a fuck, bitch. Don't, ain't nobody out here fierce in love because you're acting calm. Don't nobody give a fuck. That's not impressive, bitch. There's nothing more annoying than some bitch when you argue. She's like, I am calm, bitch. Okay, bitch, sit your calm ass down then. You calm, bitch. Don't nobody give a fuck if you are over there. And namaste, bitch. I'm not. <laughs> I am calm. I am just sitting here. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Tell your fake ass story. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this is too much. Okay, so Tell I'm your fake ass story. I'm home doing whatever. I got a ring, ring, ring. Bob answered the phone. Bob and I are talking for a bit about, you know, y'all, we talk about running the show last night. We, we tell you this. We just get on the phone. We just start talking about whatever. You're already like, not telling the truth. You weren't even home when I talked to you. You were headed home. You're already not telling the story right. You were headed home when I talked to you the first time. You okay, you're right. Home okay, I will. I, I, you already I will don't admit, know I will admit. I will admit. Here's the thing. But I can admit when I have misremembered something, you just want to swear that you are fucking Zeus Almighty sitting in fucking Mount Olympus and you're just moving to pieces like you don't ever miss. Like you are just the motherfucking puzzle maker. And you're not. Okay, because you misremember right, shit too. Keep, the only keep, thing is about it is the only difference is that one of us, one of us is forthcoming and can and can admit when they're wrong. The other one swears that they never are. That's the problem. Anyway, so, like I was saying. So, ooh, so, wait, so, wait, wait, that, wait, wait, wait. Let me get back down. What a, let me get, let me, I'm let home. Me, I'm let home. Look at Monet. Why, Monet, why are you so mad? Look at when I'm sitting here completely calm. Monet, why are you so hyped? Monet's hyped up and hyped. Look at me, everyone. I'm sitting here completely calm. 
I'm not gonna let you take me there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. The money. Since you always admit when you're wrong, can you tell us what doubling down means? Like I was saying. So, and then um, they were talking about. I was like, oh, "What you doing today?" I was like, "Oh, uh, girl, I gotta go do this TikTok thing." And he's like, "Well," and you then you then Bob goes, "Money, we should hang out." I was like, "I was like, I was like, I love to a girl. I have to do this. like, I have to get it done." You like. Okay, do you, I was like, maybe Ezra and I can come can come over and help you. And I was like, oh, that'd be cute. And then Ezra goes, what do you mean? Like, well, I didn't hear exactly. Let me, I didn't hear exactly what Ezra just said. Ezra said something, and Bob was like, well, I thought we were gonna. Da, 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 da. And Bob was like, and then Ezra said something else to Bob, and Bob goes, um, yeah, well, we can't come over today. Ezra and I, Ezra and I already had plans. And then I, you know, being Monet, I was like, I was like, oh, so you don't want to hang out with me because you want to hang out with your little boyfriend. Bob was like, that's not what I said. And I was like, yes, you did. You said you want to hang out with me. Bob was like, that's not what I said. And I was like, well, you have plans with Ezra and you can't come out. And Bob was like, oh, okay. Now that sounds like the truth. When I, that, sounds like what, that sounds like what I said. I was like, okay, then we can't hang out. And then we hung up the phone. And then you called me back later around like 6.30. And you were like, um, mm -hmm. and then I said, I was like, then we started talking again. And I was like, and then I said, I can't believe that you don't want to hang out with me today. And you're like, Monet, that's not what that's not what happened earlier. And then you go, um, then you said, then you said, how about Ezra and I gonna go and buy uh what you what are you gonna buy? Uh a sham wow or something. You're gonna buy something. We went to buy, Ezra, oh, a do uh, a comforter. We went to buy a comforter. A comforter. You're like, Ezra and I are gonna go buy a comforter. Yeah. You and Ezra and I are gonna go buy a comforter. And then um then maybe and then, then we're gonna get some food. Can I get you some food? I was like, no, I don't want food. It was like, what you want? Some healthy eating shit? And I was like, that's not what I said. I was like, I literally, I just don't want food. Like, I have food at home. I'm going to eat. Is, is, that, is that wrong, too? And then Bob, and then Bob was like, okay, that's not going to go buy a comforter. We're going to get some nasty fast food that you don't want to eat. And then maybe you can come over after that. I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Like, around what time? You're like, like no, it's like an hour and a half. So, like, 8 o'clock. Then Bob and Ezra came over. Now, is that not what happened? Mane, you just told the same story I told. No. You just, Play you the story just back to back. No. The same Story. So anyway, I think I may have added one extra phone call. We got we got to take a break. We got to take a break. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place. Yep, I know perfect is a very tall order. I know, okay? But if you're looking for an apartment or a condo or a townhome or a townhouse even, Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find it. Use filters and saved searches to narrow down rental listings and find exactly the place for you. You can even set up alerts to get notified as places become available. So, fashionistas, get your closet spaces ready, darling. Or an in-unit washer and dryer? My God. God, sun lovers, we can help you find as much natural light as your spirit and your little heart desires. If you're working from home, you can have an area for your home office, an extra bathroom, a balcony, central heating and air, or a dishwasher in the kit. Girl, whatever happens to be right for you, this is the place to find it. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, right, we're, we're back. back. 
you what, just what told I was, the same story I told. What I What's the difference? Well, this is what my what my story is about. You commented my because, story. Wait, freeze. Because the beginning of it was you said I was like I don't want to. You this okay? I'm gonna move on for this. And because in the way the story started, you said you were like, "Can you come help me?" Which didn't happen. I offered to come help you, and then Ezra reminded me that we had plans. We did the plans. I called you back, and I came over. That is what happened. No, is that not in, what happened in your story? You made it. You know, I don't want to. Just I'm not gonna. It, you know what? It doesn't matter. I made it what? I'm very interested in my story. I made, I, I made was, it what? What I was saying this whole story to say was no. That, wait, wait, no, no, no. We're not. Move, I'm not moving on until you finish that. In my story, I made it sound like what? You made it sound like I was some nasty bitch that tried to make you sound like some monster that did not want to hang out with me. <laughs> anyway, so the whole point that I was... <laughs> so wait, the reason I'm laughing is because we told the same story we and you not. also told the part where you, where you said, oh, you don't hang out with me? The only difference was you said... The only difference was you said, and then I was jokingly like, that is the only difference in our stories. But we both the said the same These, thing. No, there were some other differences too, but that is a very key difference in the cycle of that, I, that is sitting rivalry <laughs> because those little moments you take, because those little moments, because and, and, and people listening because to this I know also, this. People I listen, never said people this. Monet was seriously. Be, all, all I did was say in, what you said, what you did say. But the insinuation is that because, and I, it, it's very important in the psychologist and rivalry because people listening to this know that Bob takes little moments like that, and he and he and Bob will take that same moment in an argument like a month from now and make it seem like I'm some big nasty bitch that is unreasonable. And so anyway, I listen. You got what you got from this story. Which the one, way I got you're my describing yourself is so no, that's you. Crazy. Anyway. So what I was This was you with me laughing while you were crying. This is literally I was laughing. You knew that you knew I wasn't laughing because you're tear, but then months later you made it sound like I was laughing because you were crying as if I was a big nasty bitch. You're you the way you are literally describing yourself. That's not what happened. I couldn't anyway, write this if I wanted to. Anyway, so the whole point of me saying that we were all hanging out. I'm calm. I'm calm. The whole point that I was over hanging out is that so the the purpose of Bob coming over to my house was to help me do this TikTok. Go, Bob. First of all, sometimes Bob comes into my house, and Bob has energy like he is a kid that just got out of summer a summer program. Bob is bobbing all around my house, getting wigs, doing playing with this. We're watching videos, and we're all having a good time, right? But the purpose Bob came to help me to help me do was to make this TikTok. He helped me to do the end of the TikTok, which is getting the video in the picture. The whole first half of the TikTok, I had to get in drag this morning at 3 a.m. because none of the footage that I was supposed to get was gotten because I was fucking around with Bob. No, no. Yes. What are you about? We, I, I showed it to you on the phone and you said it was okay. No, no, no. But we, all we filmed it. I said, Monet, was this good? Monet goes, I'm sure we got it. We got it. Yeah, but so the thing that I guess... Whoever took the videos, I don't know, because because you took some and, and, and Ezra took some. They didn't they they didn't save or they didn't. It, it, this part of the thing was cut off, so I had to get into drag at three and this morning to redo it. Ask Andy. I'm not kidding. That sounds like that sounds like your phone fucked up. What do you mean part of the video didn't save? That's you don't hit you don't hit save on a video. You don't hit no, but save. the framing. So because we redid some takes to get the whole thing in the in the frame and the ones that I guess those and they weren't in my deleted. They weren't there. They were still cut off, so I had to redo it by myself this morning. Also, I did not know this, but apparently on iPhones, there's like, so this is so strange to me, but apparently on iPhones, there's a gray chunk at the top and a gray chunk at the bottom, but you can still see video, but it's not actually in the video. So I was right. filming those, and I made that mistake, and then Ezra goes, oh, no, babe, you don't realize that you cut the top off because the grayed out parts are not in there. I said, oh, I had no clue. So then Ezra took the phone. And then Ezra took the video, and then we showed it to Monet, and then Monet said, "We got it, we got it." I'm pretty sure Listen. that I'm pretty. And then you said, "I'm pretty sure that Jay can work with this because we handed you the phone." Then Monet looked back and said, "I'm oh, not we got blaming it. anyone. I'm just saying that I was literally just saying the purpose that you guys came over here, which we had fun. We listened to Ezra's music, we listened to my music, we listened to Bob's music, we watched some of Bob's new music videos. It was all great. I'm just saying the sole purpose of y'all coming over here. Literally, I had to do the whole." I had to get, I was, I had to get it to drag at 3 a.m. today, less today, 
to get that stuff, and I was so bad. Not at anyone. I had to get in drag. It was very annoying. But I did have fun hanging out with you and Ezra. I, I, I don't really hang out with Ezra. I maybe, I've maybe hang out. Since I moved to LA, I maybe hung out with Ezra maybe three times. It was cute. It was a fun little time with the, with your other little boyfriend. The not sneaky one. Um, th- This is a very, um. you are so wild. <laughs> oh, my wild. Two times this week, <laughs> I have come over to Monet's house to help her with something. Because what did you come over? Of whatever reason, me with that was the that was the first time. The second time I came over to help you sew on a pair of panties that never saw the light of day. By the way, I wore them in in, in my number. The panties never saw the light of day. I've Bob, seen. Yes. I've watched every. I've watched every footage of this video from every <laughs> angle. I ain't seen a sparkle, such a, liar. a twinkle, or a twinkle. <laughs> okay, what's this? What's this? The panties literally on full display. What are you talking about? One or two sparkles. But also, <laughs> this is how y'all do. This is what happened, y'all. I go on this. I go to Monet's house, help her with something, and then Monet gets on this podcast and tries to drag me. <laughs> Monet gets on and be like, "Bob, oh no, phone using ass. This old no panty gluing ass nigga." And I'd be like, "This is." Most folks would be like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." It was three in the morning, and you were helping me put stones on panties because for whatever reason. I was throwing my panties the night before the show, whereas most people say that, but Monet be like, and Bob, old country, biscuit-eating ass, can't stone panties. (laughs) You are such a, you are a piece of work. You know that? Oh, my God, I didn't tell you this. Okay, so, so. Oh, and I got to pull a Monet. Okay, you do your, I'm I'm pulling a Monet. Go. My ex and I did it before Uber Eats. Y'all couldn't see at home. I'm, I'm grabbing my finger. Money always grabs her finger to remember stuff, and it never works. Let's see if it works for me. Um, my ex and I used to hook up with before with that, that was dating before Uber Eats guy. Um, Are you listening now? No, I, I mean he's back in New York. Do you? Do you? I'm not gonna say names. Um, because anyway, um, he, he sent me this long ass text message. I gotta send it to you. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a long SDM about um, asking, like, not like apologizing, because I, I don't really don't think there's anything for him to apologize for, but like basically saying, like, what we like went through, like, four, what is it at this point, four years ago? Five, no, five, five, six? I don't even fucking know. COVID got me fucked up. But basically saying, like, everything that we did, like, it was like so perfect. I, I had this thing of exes telling me that, thank you for what we did and transgressed together because it made me a better person and now I'm he's fully dating a woman now now that I'm, now that I'm dating this woman I'm happy that um, I got to experience uh, stuff with you because it made me a better boyfriend for her and I was like but nigga okay I don't care <laughs> oh my god I just get me so bad why well, do you I mean... my, my fucking my uh, fucking anyway I don't know why I put them to tell you that. It was just, it was just. I, I, I had this pattern in my life. Exes always do this to me. Reach out to you and thank you for making their lives better. Or? Yeah, I'm making them a better person. Well, then maybe. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it's like a compliment. I guess. You want someone to call back and be like, "Bitch, you broke me. I'm destroyed. <laughs> I'm ruined. I'm a shell of a person. I'm a husk of a person." <laughs> Nothing. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's fake. I'm, I'm beside myself. Okay, tell me your thing. <laughs> like, which call do you want, y'all? I, I we we I mentioned this on a former podcast, so I won't spend too much time talking about it. But then, what made what cackled me oh, God. <laughs> was so. Uh, by now, y'all, for some of y'all who are listening to uh, Watchery, because we're doing All Star Seven, know that Monet, um, Monet was in her feelings about. Uh, Nicole Byer saying she didn't know the word, uh, asking if Monet doesn't know the words, and then me also asking, does she not know the words? And then me saying, Monet is a professional, I'd be shocked if she didn't know the words. But then Monet also uh, redefined the term doubling down. She did a whole thing. And then Monet went and posted in the Patreon the video as her ocular proof, but everyone thought I posted it because it didn't prove Monet's point. So then, <laughs> then I posted. Not everyone. That I was shocked. Some people did. Some people, but most people were like, oh, I thought this, I thought Bob posted this because this proved Bob points. Most of the people 
were like, oh, I fully thought that Bob posted this. And then and then now Monet's posted her own little thing. What are you pointing at? Yeah, I posted my own thing today. It's titled The Bobbleheads. Yeah, but all your fans are like, Monet, we stay with you. Keep gaslighting it. <laughs> no. And then so I posted this. Okay, they let say, me this. Monet, we stand with you. Keep gaslighting. This is what Bob put. Bob said in our preach, see, if if y'all were patrons, y'all would be in on all this exclusive of uh, sibling rivalry. Are they patrons or patrons? Are they, they patrons or patrons? We're gonna give y'all just just a little taste. So Bob posted cat <laughs> the title is Monet tried it. With the accent of the E. And I want to say this. In the actual text in the post, he did not put the accent on my E. So he's just doing that to virtue signal. Oh, I know. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not holding the E's every time I type your name. You're lucky, you're lucky I did it the first time. So I'm not this, holding the E and pressing 2 so every time I type just, your name. So this is just virtue signaling Bob. Because he's just doing that shit to, 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 to virtue to y'all niggas. That he, anyway, let me calm, you know, let me calm down. Bob said, I love that morning. I'm home. Next clip with the pit stop to prove her point. And everyone thinks I posted it because it ended up proving my point. I can't even. And I will say, the majority, a lot of the comments are like saying, yeah, Bob, I agree. But a lot of the comments also being like, uh, what are you talking about, nigga? Like, Monet was right. So that's the thing. So then I posted. I just want to point out, can you acknowledge that an overwhelming m amount of the comments were like, yeah, I fully thought Bob posted this. Monet is delusional. Can you acknowledge that? I said you have a lot of them. I, yes, I agree. A lot of them. But they're also, uh, at least, I would say if it's like 65% are saying what you're saying, the other 35% are agreeing with me. Uh, that's a weird number. You keep going. <laughs> I said it. I posted the bobbleheads, ellipses, dot, 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 in my title. And then I said, the bobbleheads have proven that they are, in fact, a delusional <laughs> The bobbleheads have proven that they are, in fact, a delusional terrorist organization. They will gaslight, misremember, and absolve their matriarch of factual ocular proof by any means necessary. Stay strong, Monation. We will win the war. And then I posted a bunch of, a slew of screenshots of Monation uh, 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 proving, uh, proving the realty. And that's what's going on but on I Patreon love that. But Monet's fans know, like this one, hashtag Monation Army. Um, keep gaslighting, gatekeeping, and girl bossing. We will win this war by any means. Y'all know you're playing dirty. Y'all, y'all <laughs> know. Also, Bob. I was like, gonna read this great comment. This is what Bob. The Bob likes to act, y'all. Like because of our dynamic and how Bob and I talk to each other and how we behave, Bob likes to pretend like. The, our patrons and our loyal fans and listeners, they also engage in that hyperbolic, ridiculous, over-the-top behavior. So gaslight, girl, keep, gate boss, whatever the thing is. That's something that is no, a big trend of TikTok. They just know what you're doing. No. They know and you're Bob gaslighting, and they're with you on it. And Bob says a lot on here, so they they engage in that as well. So Bob likes to act like that is not a fact of our dynamic on this podcast and the Patreon and in the world and to everyone listening, but we all know the realty. Anyway, continue with your with your statement. I'm just saying, you're, the Monation knows you're gaslighting, and they're just no, they're complicit. Don't. They're complicit. Listen, I, I don't want to read this. this. This is from Devin Marks. I feel like these arguments happen. Uh, oh, wait. No, that's not the one I want. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. Read sorry. that one. I want to hear that one, though. Read, read that no. one. I can read it. I don't know what it is, but I can read it. Uh, I'll read it. I feel like the I feel like when these arguments happen, the main point is lost and different points are trying to be proven. Monet said Bob doubled down on the statement that Monet doesn't know the words when she goes up stage facing away from the camera. Bob says she didn't double down. She simply reiterated what Nicole at what Nicole asked. Is it because she knows the words? And they are both pondering on that question. But Bob never said Monet doesn't know her words. And Bob's other point was uh, for her to have doubled down on it would mean that she, uh, she or Nicole would have had to make the statement that Monet doesn't know the words when she's lip-syncing on Drag Race. I'm certain Monet does not know any of the words when she goes on Drag Race. That's doubling down. So, again, I don't. that's the statement you desperately wanted me to read, but that just wasn't, that was not, uh, that was not of any evidence or you, but there was a very funny comment that I, here it is. This one I read, this is from Mick. I feel the need to share this meet-and-greet experience I had with Bob the Drag Queen. Bob was rude, not classy, and she lost a longtime fan that day. I walked into a $350 meet and greet and said hello. She replies with fat. And I, <laughs> and I shook it off because I thought maybe I heard her wrong. As I approached her and asked her to do a pose, she stared at me blank face. 
and continued talking. You say, I, I continue talking. You saved my life, I say. You're the reason I'm alive today. She looked me dead in the eyes and says, you'll die soon enough, fatty, and then whispered obesity. I started crying. I had never felt pain like this, and she started laughing and said, are you crying? Stop it. Stop it now. And she flicked my vagina. The photographer took the picture, and I headed out of the meet and greet section, and that's when Bob started speaking well to me. I still can't believe this happened. I cried writing this. I wish this weren't true, but Bob the Drag Queen is, in fact, a horrible person. Thank you. <laughs> that, I think that might Not, be a um, a popular. Uh, oh, we got we got we got. We're, we're gonna take a little break because I'm still recovering from the. He flicked my vagina. That's so painful. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was great. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. All right, we're back. I think that's actually a um, a nod to someone posted that about Thorgy, I think, on Reddit a long time ago. And uh, it, it kind of became this like big, po- what are you doing? Ben, I'm listening to you. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? Using your phone and not paying attention? What I'm trying to find. But mind your business. I'm trying to continue with your story. Like you don't try to find stuff while while, while I'm saying stuff. What all the story? Time. I keep I keep on I keep on what? talking about the podcast. But I be listening. You weren't listening though. What, were, what, what was I saying? I'm listening. You saying that this was a, this was this was you feel like this is something that that happened to Thorgen. Somebody's. Re- I, I'm listening to what the fuck you're saying. Keep on going. Uh uh. <laughs> I think it's a nod to a, a comment someone said about Thorgy, which obviously. Is clearly not real, but every time that shit comes up, that shit is so fucking funny to me. Flick my vagina is one of the things that the drag race fandom says that make that tickles me practically. I've never heard anyone oh, tell me also, that I flicked my fun vagina. Fun fact to announce, fun to announce, uh, I'm so happy to announce that uh Layla McQueen, Luscious Massacre, and six all won Emmy Awards for their makeup work on We're Here. Get it. Uh, Layla McQueen is officially the first Rue girl to win an Emmy that has nothing to do with RuPaul's Drag Race. We love. She's the first one to do it, I believe. Congratulations to Layla. So I'm such a sweet little lady. And to Luscious and Six, too. But Layla's my makeup artist, and I'm just leaning into my love for Layla uh, right now. And also a big congrats to all the designers, meaning uh, Casey Later, uh, Diego Montoya, Patrick Howell, Domino Couture, and Diego Montoya. Um, and of course, a big, big shout out to Does it Marco Marco? Did a Marco Marco design too? And Marco Marco. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. And Marco Marco. Um, but of course, a big, big shout out to uh, Domino Couture, who does um, my costumes. Baby, two time Emmy Award winning television show. We're here. So I don't have an Emmy, but I am the host of an Emmy winning show. That feels nice. Oh, that feels nice. Congratulations. Maybe are are you gonna sneak onto the makeup team and and make sneak onto into the design team next season? Well, I actually I was on the makeup team, um, my first and second season actually. 
Um, I did my makeup for the first three episodes of uh, season one, and I did my makeup for the last episode of season two because Layla had COVID. Um, but the way the Emmys work is they submit certain episodes, episode, and I did not yeah. do my makeup on the episode that Layla that they want that we won for. We won for the Hawaii episode for makeup, and we won for the uh, Idaho episode for um, for costumes. So that they had, but imagine if they had chosen another episode, and I would have won an Emmy for makeup. That <laughs> would be. The only key. The only key. That would be Why wild. you got your face shook like that? Bitch, if you wanted every for why would that be so, why would that be so wild? Why would that be the so bitch, wild? The bitch, I'm gonna win a Tony for best choreography. Why why would that be so dancing. wild? And you're a great dancer. And you're a great dancer. So what about my makeup? <laughs> Don't you ever try to come for me, bitch, honey. Honey. <laughs> Really oh my god! Can I tell you, Bob and I are deep in the creative process for our tour. We've been having so many great moments. We are about to heading to a whole week full of rehearsals with our dancers. I got a call from Marvin that I had to ignore for this podcast. Oh, I, I have to send him my number so he can start again. My career again. Anyway, we have a whole week of rehearsals next week with the legendary, iconic house of Jessica Tour. Um, yeah, so we're heading into a full week of rehearsals and stuff like, and we're gonna be doing some for for the patrons. <laughs> Sorry everyone else we're going to be doing some exclusive patreon videos of our tour rehearsals and with the house of juicy couture and you know being silly because it's, it's going to be a lot of fun so if you want to see a sneak peek for our tour sign up to the patreon this month girl we're going to be a camera will be rolling we'll be capturing it. it's going to be all really great i'm very excited about all of it how do you feel bob i'm very excited you know i was uh, I, i've been just thinking about my body a lot lately and I've gained a lot of weight and I'm just kind of like wondering how it's going to affect me on tour and just kind of annoyed that I've gained all this weight and just kind of mad at myself for gaining the weight and then being mad at myself for being mad at myself because it's just weight. Like part of me is like, it's just weight. Like everyone gains weight. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like you've gained some weight. And, but then the other part of me is like, Mad, I'm mad that I gain weight, and then I'm mad that I'm mad that I gain weight. So it's it's, it's a it's a vicious cycle. And when you gain weight, um, I don't I don't have any like stamina issues, but I I, uh, I yeah, think Jacob are, and Ezra can't confirm. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I don't have any stamina issues, but and it's so weird because like if you gain weight, but you still fit into all your costumes. But you can see that you physically look different, but somehow everything's zipping up. Yeah, um, that doesn't happen to me. But also because a lot of, I mean, I'm assuming for myself, a lot of my costumes are stretch. <laughs> and also when you get, cost, corsets have a little bit of stretch in them too. And um, sometimes the zipper is a little more snug, but it'll still get up there. You're, you're like, bitch, if I sneeze in this bitch, a zipper, a button, a snap, a something is going somewhere. Pa-ching! Part of, me, part of me really wants to just squash the notion of trying to have a massive transformation to my body. It is so exhausting to have been dreaming of some massive transformation since I was 22, 19. I've been thinking to myself, like, I'll just do this for this many months and then I'll, I'll be, I will look like a completely different person. And that has never happened for me ever yeah i have worked out i've gone through a lot of workout phases in my life and i have never looked like a whole new person i have just kind of always looked the way i look except slowly getting bigger since i was but like 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 my 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 weight will fluctuate like 10 pounds or so but then every like six months the if like let's say i'm usually like like 210 to 220 and then in six months, I'm between like 211 and 221. And then another six months, I'm between 212 and 222. And then it just keeps going up and up until my 10 pounds is just as high as it's ever been. And I'm just so exhausted. I'm like, why? Part of me is like, why do I care? Because when I get skinnier, my life's not easier. I don't feel I'm, I'm not more successful. I'm not more profitable in in the love department. Like, there are practically no benefits to me. I don't, like, feel better. I'm not, like, there's there's no benefits to me being skinnier besides just 
being happy that I'm skinnier. When I'm skinnier, it, ha it, it to me, I do feel happier in terms of, A, I like my body, how I look a little more in the mirror. And I also, I really do have more energy because when I am skinnier, that means I am eating a bit better and I'm going out, I'm going to the gym a lot and I just end up having a lot more energy in the day. Like when I'm not on my like, you know, my good workout schedule and eating schedule, I do feel myself like finding tired. Like I need to get that midday nap. Like I need to, uh, I need to get like a, that extra hour. Well, when I'm on my like working out shit, I'm like, I feel good waking up at like 6 a.m. at 6 a.m. and going to the gym. I'm like, that feels good. I come back and I feel like I just have more to offer my day. I I, I do feel chemical changes when I commit to a thing. But again, it, it, it never lasts always. And I know what you I know what you're saying, that notion of feeling that you're always chasing this this body goal or this fitness goal. Like you, like I feel like I've been chasing that since I was to you, I feel like since I graduated college, like 21, 22 years old, I have constantly been chasing this fitness thing. I'm like, if I just lose this 10, this, this 5, 10 pounds, bitch, I'm going to be everything. It's like, it's like you, how, how can I have been chasing this goal steadily for 10 years? I've been chasing it for 10 years. I've been trying to get this goal. And sometimes I get there, but then, like you're saying, I think it's it's like it's like that constant, it's constantly shifting up. And then I look at, like, I was looking at a picture of someone tagging me in something. I there's sometimes I randomly log onto Facebook for whatever reason. Like I'm like, oh, let me just check Facebook out this day. And someone tagged a picture of me going to my gig at Big Top when I was hosting a therapy. So this had to have been like around 2016, you know, yeah, about 2016, 15. And I, I like, and that 2015, that was the year I had first quit. That's when I had just quit the Yale Club to to do, to pursue drag full time. And I remember that time in my life feeling so fat. I was like, I feel so disgusting. I hate the way my suit fits at work. I look, but like, I, 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 like, I remember this time in my life being so disgusted with my body. But I'm looking at the pictures from that year and I'm like, bitch, I'm a solid 10, 15 pounds lighter than what I am now. Like I yeah that I, that sounds yeah, like my entire existence as well and and I also it kind of drives me a little bit crazy I just been I've been obsessing over my body in what I think might be an unhealthy way because I like I look back like we're right now we're posting these old videos from before Monet was on All Stars and there are so many comments that are like oh my god Bob is so skinny oh my god girl Bob was skinny and I was like I know I. I I know I've gained weight. I knew before you knew. But also, I mean, it doesn't mean that they're wrong for saying I was skinny because I was skinnier than I am now. And then don't let an old video of me surface. Girl, do not let a kitten with a whip video surface. <laughs> Bitch, I was I was like a I was like 185 pounds when I was going by kitten with a whip. This is for reference, y'all. That is <laughs> like y'all, I was I was legitimately, and this is no exaggeration. 50 pounds lighter than I am right now. And I was just, I was just very, I was very skinny, which is funny at the time I was sure that I wasn't. But which is so crazy. You're in your mind, you swear you are not. But whenever like an, a video of me 50 pounds lighter shows up on the internet, and then everyone's commenting on how good I used to look, that shit is annoying. <laughs> that it is. shit is annoying. And it makes me want to lose more weight, but then, and if you do lose weight and people give you a compliment, it feels like they're, even though that's not what they're saying, what it feels like is they're saying, you did not look good before you lost this weight. And I was thinking that the whole time. All I could think was how you don't look good before you lost the weight. And that's why I, I've stopped giving people the compliment I, I still hope they look good, but it's never based on how skinny they've gotten. I, I will say congratulations to someone if they have made it clear that losing weight is a goal of theirs. I will say congratulations on losing the weight because you've reached a goal. But I have made an effort to stop saying, you look so good. You lost some weight? You look good, girl. You look great. Mm -hmm. And I still say it sometimes, but I'm trying to to stop. I'm trying to retrain my brain. I, remember, I don't know if I told the story here before, but I... I I once went up to one of the producers of We're Here, and I and I congr I was like, this is like season, the beginning of season two. And I was like, oh, my God, you look great. Did you lose some weight? And he was like, yeah, I have lost weight. It's because I'm really stressed out, and I 
I can't eat and I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a goal. He was having a rough life and he lost weight as a result. And I was like, congrats, girl. And that was, I think that was my wake up call to stop being like, you lose weight, you look good. Yeah, you know? and I, but I always try to balance that because some people are clearly, like I have friends that made it like a clear like workout thing that they're trying to do. For example, Jasmine Ryan. Jasmine's like, bitch, I'm trying to lose this fucking weight. I'm try- I want to lose these LBs. So there are those friends who giving them that validation. I'm like, oh my, wow, you look, you look, you look great. Not saying great because you lost weight, but like, hey girl, you look great. Because they are like Jasmine, I I know for a fact, like she is doing a lot of hard work to lose weight and eat healthy. And um really, 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 because that's what she wants for herself. So I do it's like to give her that extra like balance. good job. It's just an interesting balance. Because I, I like to congratulate people on reaching their goals, but I just don't want to equate them looking beautiful to them losing weight. Because what if the weight comes back? Mm-hmm. What does that say? To, what does that say? What does that say when you've lost the weight and then you look good? You lost weight. You're smaller than you were. You look good. Now you look good. And then you go back to where you were. That happens to a lot of us. A lot of us go back oh, yeah. to where we were. I've, guilty. I've, I've been there. I've been watching this podcast. Since I've been in LA, but I've been gaining and losing weight this whole fucking time. I go through phases where I'm like Little Miss Workout Queen, Little Miss Eating Right, Little Miss Factor Meals. Factor. And then I go through moments where I'm where I'm just eating anything that's deep fried and covered in sauce. <laughs> Hashtag literally me right now. Oh my and, God. I, and I and I and I and I would like to I, I'm I'm just trying to retrain my brain to to detach my beauty from my weight. Because I can see it for other people. I really can see it for other people, but it's really hard to see it for myself. Yeah. We went out to, um, for Kim's birthday the other night, we went out to a place called Shibuya. And watching Bob experience new things, it always tickles me. Because it's, uh, if, you, if you've never been to Shibuya, it's, um, I don't know what the, ter- it, you get like, they bring, you have a one it's cook. Soup. A one, yeah, well, you have like a pot to yourself, your own thing. And they bring out a broth. And then you go to the bar. You pick out all your meats and veggies. And you cook it yourself. And then let's do like Kim was like explains like Bob how it works. And Bob was like, so <laughs> Bob has this plate of like vegetables, noodles, eggs, meats, whatever the thing. And Bob was like, so what do I cook first? And Kim was like, oh, you, you can put anything in there. Like Kim was like, no, you got put stuff like the, in order to cook. So you don't want to put put something that cooks really quickly right now. And Bob was like, what well, about that's not quite how it was. So Bob- first Kim was like, Kim goes, Kim goes, just put anything in. And then I put in the noodles. And then, Kim, then, then, like three minutes, that Kim was like, "But you don't want to put in the noodles first. And I was like, uh, "And then someone was like, "Yeah, I overcooked my noodles. They were so bad. I overcooked them. They were horrible." And I was like, "Oh no, I put because my noodles in like they just, they just disintegrate. Like, they just like become water." I didn't know that. I can't cook. I don't know how to cook. And then Are Bob you Vangie's. Like, go sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm I'm 24 hours of love. I saw I saw you tweet about it the other day. I did not watch it. Um, do you like it? I've watched like three episodes. There is one episode. First of all, there's this, there's this guy named like Anthony, who is like this like theater musical theater performer, mm-hmm. and they just like the, people in the house just hate this guy. It was I was like faggoty. Everyone's like they just they, I th- honestly I, I this is speculation. I think it's because he was too drunk. Like when you like he's a little tipsy. Every time you see him, I'm like, oh, this queen is wasted. Mm. And um, and I think he's acting a little wasted. And sometimes drunk people are a little bit annoying. Sometimes. You know what I mean? So they're like wanting him to go home because he's drunk, but they keep saying other things. They keep being like, because you're young, because you're inexperienced, because you're I think one person did say because you're drunk. And um, and they just keep ganging up on this one guy, and he's just like this. Then this other guy who like barely talks the entire show. I've only watched like three episodes. Mm-hmm. He's this guy with like long hair. I think his name is Blake. And then um, Vanjie's mom comes over, and she just hates this guy. I mean, she just hate. She just like hates his guts. She was like, "Who here can cook?" And then he goes, "Oh, I cooked." Um, I cooked earlier today. We were grilling, and everyone ate the food we cooked. And she was like, "You're not letting anyone talk." And he was like, "Um." And then, and then, he, and then is she like, is she, she like, like Madison? Did you watch House? Um, I live in New York. Is she kind like that of, kind of mom? Yeah, kind of, a little bit, but not as intense as Sister Madison. Sister Madison was wild. And then, and then at one point, he he made a joke because the mom was like, "We're gonna go talk to these group of guys, and we're gonna talk to everyone." And then he jokingly was like, "Well, eliminate three of them," and then she goes. 
we're about to eliminate you. And then, he, and then he does the, and then he does the gay, the gay mouth cover. He goes, <laughs> and then, and then at, later on, spoiler alert, anyone, I don't know. They're they're talking. They're just like upstairs talking. And then he's like talking about why he's here and what he's looking for in love. And then she just interrupts him and she goes, "You need to leave." And they eliminate him. <laughs> you need to. And she was like, she's like, I don't know what it is about you. She goes, I'm right about this kind of stuff. You're a double timer and you need to leave. And then Vanjie was like, like, like now? And she was like, right now. And they just eliminated him. It was, it was, Damn. it was like this guy who was like not saying, he was quiet up until that point. And she just zoned in and just like did not like him. It was crazy to watch. If you had a show like this, how do you think Miss Martha would be? My mother is my mother's very um my mother's southern and but not like a, a loud country southern lady. My mom is very uh reserved and not reserved. She's really funny, but she's not like she's not she would she wouldn't be aggressive in me. She'd be very, very nice to everyone. I mean my mom I I'm 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 uh, in the process of me and my family are in the process of buying a home in Atlanta right now. And the way my mother was scandalized, scandalized. When I told when I showed up to go look at the houses, and I was wearing a pair of shorts, they were gay shorts. So yeah, they were short. My mom the ones like, that you Please. wore to my house the other day. No, they're about that short though. They're roughly that short. I would say the, Bob. Like Bob is in his hoochie daddy era. Let me say Bob. Should, like and I, 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 I know, I know, I know Bob to, to 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 show some skin back in the day. It's been a lot. First of all, y'all know Bob won't even okay. Bob won't even wear his witch dresses without pants because he's like Monet. These are skirts. It's showing too much leg. I can't. When I tell y'all, Bob showed up to dinner with coochie cutters on, okay? Bob's nuts both said hi to me, each one of them, separately. And I, 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 I love I it. I love shirts. it. But I'm just talking about Bobby, the one like, Monet, I had to wear my full dress with the pants down to my ankles because I want to be classy. <laughs> Since you've known me, I've, 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 I have phases where I show my legs and where I don't. I've gone, I go, th- but since you, I've, I've been doing legs since you've known me. I go through seasons. Oh, so now your name is Naomi Small. I put the girls away. Legs is what you know me for. Believe that's my walking through that door. <laughs> I've put them away in, in, in certain times, times of trouble. Um, but uh, I was wearing a pair of short shorts and my mom was like, please do not go look at houses wearing that. And I said, I said, Mom, I'm not changing clothes. And she was like, please. She's like, she's literally begging, please. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not going on a job interview. Like, I don't need to impress these people. There's, I'm buying something from them. She goes, please, I'm, please. She goes, go put on some cameo clothes. My nephew. She's like, go, please go put on some of his pants. And then she starts offering me pants. Try these. Try these on. <laughs> try wearing this. And I was like, I'm not wearing, I'm wearing my shorts. I'm wearing my short shorts. And I wore those short shorts. I live. I got I denied it. for every home I went to. I got I denied love, for every home I went to. I love when they do it. It just seems for right currently just so out of character to people. I love. I live for it. Those little those little striped ones. I want them. Can I have them? I mean, they probably wouldn't fit my ass. They were hand me downs from who? Ezra. Ezra gave them to me. I take pants from Jacob and shorts from Ezra. You better work, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, y'all, Listen, y'all, y'all, y'all Honestly, are Jacob y'all started, are the true model it. of polygamy, honey. Y'all, sh- y'all <laughs> me taking Jacob's pants. I want to put out loud that Jacob started it, and he's uh, and he's not willing to uh, see where it goes. Jacob will. Jacob went through a long phase that he was wearing. Jacob did this thing where he just. Uh, we were in New York City. It doesn't happen so much in L.A., but um, my jackets were just Jacob's jacket. <laughs> if I had a jacket, it was just. There were certain jackets that Jacob would just wear. That was like Jake. That was like Jacob's jacket going forward. And I've and I've and I've and I've done the same thing with a couple of pair of pants. Um, and I think that's fair. Yeah, what do you that, think, Jacob? That is fair. And yesterday, Jacob was trying to be shady. Jacob said, "We, you actually both, you and I both come from Jacob." Here's what pants. it is: it's because you will take my clothing, you'll wear it, and then you'll leave it at Ezra's apartment, so then I don't have it. That sounds like Bob. That's that's what the issue is. It's not that you're wearing my stuff; it's that you're you're actively taking it away from me so I can't use it. So I, I'm fine with you borrowing my clothing, but I would just like it to be returned or to be brought back. Dragging. So what happens is that then there's a stockpile of my pants um, at the other apartment. That sounds right. The same night that Bob brought over his ass over place. here, Bob and Ezra, Bob left a hat, Bob left a bag of Taco Bell, 
Bob left a shirt here. I was no. like, yes. I was I like, put, talk about in the trash in the trash can. Yeah, no, in the bitch, trash can. When I you left it in my in my drag room on the electrical thing when you were in that back corner, which is fine. But I I'm apologize like, how did, for that. How that did was you not melt, my intention. How did you melt out of three things that you had on in my home and when you're here for an hour and a half? Okay, yeah, like I was wearing the Taco Bell bag. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a fascinator. I was just eating Taco Bell when I when me and Ezra showed up. We were eating some Taco Bell. No, it was a cup. It was a cup. Wait, I had a. Also, y'all, Monet a little like '90s black and white hat. Oh, I've been looking for that hat. It's here. Y'all, Monet had a Taco Taco act like it was nasty. That. Bitch, you ate history. That you ought to be lucky that I even took you to get a Choco Taco because in about a month you will never see one again. Well, you know no, they're mom. saying that they're going to be worth a lot of money. You, you serious? You should really buy some and stock it up. They're like, I was, I was, I was listening to um, a pod yesterday and they were saying like people are buying them because they're going to be worth a lot of money. You should buy some Choco Tacos. I just want. We should go to that store by by Isakai. Oh, let me not tell you where it's at. There's a store and I, and I bought Alabama. you a Choco Taco. I paid that for you to have a Choco nasty. Taco. You did not appreciate the experience. It was nasty. What you did in a, in about two years, what you did in that moment was ate about thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> that shit was fucking nasty. What's your go to uh, ice cream? Ice cream uh, from the grocery store is my go to ice cream from the grocery store is Ben and Jerry's um, chocolate fudge brownie. The the brownies are... sounded so hood. I just sounded so hood. I said, "What did you say? What's your favorite ice cream from the?" I said, "What's your favorite ice cream from the grocery store is?" <laughs> None of us are shocked. You a hood ass nigga. I love that, that. I also love the Talenti, the caramel cookie crunch. That's a very good one as well. Love, 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 love. Oh, it's so okay. Um, Nick turned me on to Chubby Hubby. No, Chunky Monkey. Chunky Monkey. Chubby Hubby. Oh. No, it's Chubby Hubby. Chubby, Chubby Hubby is. That's one of the zoomies. It is. It's so good. Chubby like hubby. that is Ben and Jerry. They both put their feet in that one, honey. But it's ben bananas, right? Is, no, that's Chunky Monkey. What's Chubby Hubby? Monkeys, bananas. Chubby Hubby is like uh, peanut butter, pretzels, and fudge. Oh, mm. uh, okay. That's something that could be good. Do you like? Do you like? I might get some Chubby Hubby tonight. Do you like banana like banana flavored stuff? Like I like bananas. I don't like banana ice cream. I don't like banana desserts. I don't like banana candies. I'm I not, do. I like banana yeah. laffy taffies. I like banana laffy taffies one. very much. Mm-mm. Norm, I absolutely not. Do Bana- you like banana laffy taffies? Are great. Yeah, like lemon the only, bars. Uh, flavoring I don't like is the only flavor I don't like is cherry artificial cherry flavoring. Like a cherry Danish. No, just artificial cherry flavoring. I don't mind actual cherries. But when it's an artificial cherry flavoring, it, it tastes like medicine because of, I think it's because I connected to Dimatap. Dimatap. Because for a long time, a lot of medicine was cherry flavored. Do you know that sometimes some people can relapse from um, Listerine? Did you know that's a thing? Yep. And uh, vanilla extract too. Yeah, vanilla. I, 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 so when I, when I did exchange rate in pandemic, we used to do, it was not exchange rate. Yeah, we used to do those little cooking segments. And they would send me like the full recipe things with like vanilla, and I would like I would like once I didn't even know I was let me taste this vanilla, and I was like, this tastes like like alcohol, like this I feel like like I'm, it's a drink, and the host was like, oh yeah, girl, yeah, there's girl. there's like there's a lot of alcohol in vanilla extract. I was like, that's crazy, I didn't know that there was so much alcohol in vanilla. I mean, I cannot even imagine vanilla extract is so pungent. Yeah, it is. It's very. Like who? But people get drunk off of it. I mean, probably not a lot of people, but if you're desperate. Mm-hmm. And you, um, if, if you're real desperate, you know, vanilla alcohol is a, is a, is a 70 proof. Oh my God. It I is maybe 70 proof. 70 That's proof? a little weaker than a shot of Jack Daniels. That's a little weaker than a shot of Jack Daniels. That's Jack more Daniels than vodka. No, not all vodka. Most vodkas are 80 proof. Most of them, not all of them though. 70 proof. That's 35% alcohol. That's wild. Yeah. Ooh, maybe, maybe I should get some vanilla you know up in here. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what proof Bacardi one fifty one is? One hundred fifty one proof. Duh. Hey. Also, it's the it's the. Um, do you think the, I just started drinking? Do you think I just became an alcoholic yesterday, honey? But you can't even tell the difference between we we never did our blind taste test. We have nothing but time. I can't tonight because I'm getting up on the plane. When I, they're, I'm they're catching starting flights. To, they're starting to. 
Okay, uh, Bob the Drag Queen videos has turned on both of us on Twitter. Girl, <laughs> all they're doing they now do? is just commenting on everything we're, we promised and have not delivered on. They're like, where's our makeup? Where's our music? Oh, we got a big update about makeup today, actually. Yeah, I saw the email. I haven't read it yet, though. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, very good Mac- Macaroni. Bob, we're at, we're at, we're at time. Not don't don't be trying to rush. Do not be trying to rush. Cause I heard you and your little boyfriend arguing. First of all, you, you don't even you're not. I know what time you're leaving for the airport, and I know you're already packed. So don't act I'm like you got to. Already packed. I'm not already packed. I see your bag behind. Money. Your bag is literally packed behind you. What bag? You are such a liar, Roberta. I'm going to I'm going to Universal. I'm very excited about Universal. Bitch, I'm getting on all the rides. I'm so excited. I don't really love the ride. Let's. If you go late at night on like a Wednesday, as the park's closing, you can basically ride every single ride because there's no one there anymore. So you have to go late on a weekday. And you can basically bounce to every single ride. I did this one time with Luis. Bitch, I had a headache so bad from riding every single roller coaster back to back. That shit wrecked me. Oh no, bitch. We're getting the VIP experience. We're getting it at 10 a.m. And a universal staff member and a security guard, they come to pick me and my guests up, and they're taking us around the whole park, and we get to go through all the exit lanes. But it's, it's the only one universal. Yeah, Monet is bawling out of control. The other day at, at Kim's, what is his birthday? I, I can't even talk about what, what I saw Monet doing. What? At Kim's birthday party. We were in the parking lot leaving. Uh, Y'all. <laughs> Bob. Okay, first of all, um, you are so extra, so annoying. We're at time. I'm extra. <laughs> I'm extra. We're at time. We'll do a we'll do a quick little we'll no, do a quick not. little Patreon exclusive no, so y'all can not. see what what I was gagging at. You are so Honey. annoying. Honey, good night. Bye, everybody. Good night. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 